Hey Google, play some music. Hello and good morning, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Google Stadia Show, PSVG's monthly chronicle of Google's venture into the gaming business. My name is Donnie Reese. My co-pilot with me this month is one Deb. How you doing, my friend? I'm chilling like a villain, you know. Got this early morning thing going. I'm, I'm yeah. moving and grooving. You know, we recorded like three years worth of podcasts before I ever did an early morning show. Really? Hmm. And I don't remember when... I did it per se. It might have been, it wasn't our first Stadia show, but the reason why we chose Sunday mornings is because I did an early morning show with Kevin or Seth or something on a Saturday. And it was amazing. It's like, wait a minute, just wake up and chill and like ease into the day with a nice conversation with a friend. Like this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. It's better than half drunk at night or. <laughs> <laughs> what if we get Anything like, like that? hung over in the morning and, and record a show? <laughs> so our latest board with everything that went on to patrons yesterday came off the heels of my anniversary oh boy. where uh, we, we, we polished off a bottle of champagne together and I was uh, not hung over, but groggy might be the better word. Nice. We <laughs> did that show and I was just like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Donnie, we can't see you. I was like, no bright lights. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're here to talk about Google Stadia. Which we still remain lukewarm. No, no, no. We're you're, excited you're about lukewarm. it. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not. Eh, I'm not lukewarm. I'm not lukewarm on it. I'm. No, we'll get into it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but it's very good that that we waited a little bit because we finally got some news. You know, for like the last couple of months, I would say like no news has been the news. It's basically been the same thing over and over again. We haven't really had anything new to talk about um, until now. Now we've got a few things to talk about, and most notably. Bill over there at Run Jump Stop, who's been in our Discord. He's got his own Discord. Great guy. Does a thousand different podcasts just like we do. Um, you almost say we're like colleagues or like in the same marketplace. Mm-hmm. A lot of times mm-hmm. we, we do a lot of rep over. I think he's going to come talk. Uh, he's going to come to Shaq soon too because he he does like the Switchcraft podcast where he has his own Nintendo podcast too. Okay. Uh, they had John Justice over, VP of product for Google Stadia wow. on the Stadia cast. And they got to do an interview. Now, this this has been an awesome moment for them because not only is this a big get because, you know, like they got him before everybody else got him. And I think it's just like an – I mean, I think it's like interest level. Mm-hmm. I don't know if IGN is trying to, to do Q&As, but like because it's Stadia cast, right, just like us, it's very, very focused on just this singular topic. Right. They get John over and everybody picks it up which is freaking amazing. So like IGN ran a story on it and Wired ran a story on it and everybody's like running a story on it. And uh, I've just been following it for the last couple of weeks because it's been, God, it, like what a cool ride that would have to be. Right. You know, like, if that happened to us and we just started seeing all of our content, because it was on everything, you know, because every, because there were certain details that came out that we didn't know. Right. So they got a little scoop and I just thought it was really awesome. And I made sure that I wrote, Bill and let him know, and uh, we talked about doing some some collab stuff and coming over. I actually thought he lived here in Atlanta because kind of right about the same time, he'd been tweeting all these pictures from DragonCon and stuff. I was like, man, I had no idea. Like, we live so close together. We should do breakfast or something. Like, we should meet. Like, And he was like, oh, I'm from New York. I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I just came in from DragonCon. I was like, you flew into DragonCon? Really? I don't realize sometimes how, you know, events like that might be. A bigger deal to other people because yeah, you, you're, you're special. <laughs> I've done Dragon Con for like ten years. You know, I've worked the event, so to me, it's just like a yeah, Dragon Con, it's a little, I mean, back, I, it's a little not, backyard con. Yeah, yeah, it's not something I'd go fly to, but he did, and I mean, I know a lot of people do. I'm not trying to break his fun or anything, but I'd tell him, I was like, hey, man, the next time you come to Dragon Con, let me know. Had I known in advance, I could have got you in for free, got you free tickets, at least taking out for dinner, like got some drinks, hung out, like we could have right. done something. So, uh, but it was very, very, very cool. So, if you haven't listened to the Stadia cast, um, definitely get over there to the YouTube channel and check out the interview. And it's very awesome, very awesome. And uh, let's talk about some of the news that they dropped. All right. So, before I get into all of the things that they did confirm, there was a lot of things that he did not confirm. So, they were asking him about, you know, like Stadia Pro mm-hmm. and 
you you play plus. I I by the way, I can't I can't get myself into saying you play plus. I keep calling it Ubi Plus. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> like that. Ugh, you play plus. No. You, I think Ubi I plus? tweeted about yes. it like two weeks ago and somebody was like, what's Ubi Plus? Right. And like I had to Google it and I was like, oh, that's right. They don't call it Ubi Plus. They call it you play plus. And that just sounds awful to me. And I don't I don't think I'm going to make the jump. Yeah, I don't but, uh, like that name at all. I don't think most people associate you play with anything positive. Yeah. Yeah, and just you play. That sounds very Wii U. I was just getting ready. You know, <laughs> Nintendo, you know, like we play, you play. It's just bad. <laughs> Ugh, it's bad. Anyway, um, one of the things that they talked about on the show was extra subscriptions and whether or not they would need to be, whether or not you would need to subscribe to Stadia Pro for these. Now, this has been somewhat confirmed. I've talked about it in depth, but it was interesting to see how John addressed it. Now, I didn't go and listen and pull the quote. I did. I actually did talk to Bill about it when they said it, but I don't remember the quote anymore. But I'm paraphrasing. He kind of made it seem like it was open, which I, I latched on to because mm-hmm. if you can subscribe to Uplay Plus at on Stadia Base and play for free... That's this is a whole that's a whole different ball game right, right. in terms of value to the consumer. I don't know how Google makes money in that regard, but he kind of made it sound like maybe that's possible. You know, he mm-hmm. kind of said nothing has been de- determined and we'll have more to announce. You know, everything is 2020 as we've been talking right. about for the last couple of months now. I found it interesting because it almost contradicts to a T what Phil Harrison said when he was asked the exact same question from Jeff Keighley at E3. Right. Where he said that all subscriptions would be on top of Stadia Pro. And I, I expect that to be the way this works. I don't think they're just going to let you subscribe to Uplay Plus and EA Access and play on Stadia and not pay them any money. Yeah. I don't see how that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think that's possible. But it was I, I just – I almost latched onto it the moment I heard it because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a big deal. I need to know more information because if they do, or if there's like a, a one year, or if, you know, maybe enthusiasm isn't what they thought it was. So maybe they're maybe thinking about adjusting some things. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do something like that, um, I mean, I couldn't recommend Stadia enough to people if you could just subscribe to Ubi Plus and play all of those games on a controller anywhere. Yeah. Like, that's a sweet deal. That would be great. And maybe, you know, the, the grab for stadia there isn't so much trying to make the money but just growing the player base getting people going Mm -hmm. because if you actually get that taste of it you're like oh man this is great but this pro makes it even better and it comes with the free game here and there or whatever Mm -hmm. that could Mm -hmm. be just something that the one grows your player base into the pro but also keeps players you know playing on stadia because you know i don't have to pay anything but i'm part of the stadia base at least so that that's the missing piece to my enthusiasm Mm -hmm. Something like that. Some reward, some reward for being an adopter, being you know loyal, being there early. Some savings, some value. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been waiting for that, which you already know. But yes. that's kind of been the source of my my lukewarmness. Is I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm really getting anything <laughs> for jumping onto this yet. I'm waiting for them to be like, and here's this awesome thing we're doing for you, and it hasn't happened. You get to pick your gamer tag, though. You get to have first. I do get to pick my gamer tag. tag. You get to be playing Nintendo <laughs> on Google Stadia. Yeah, hopefully that will continue. Um, I will continue to be acutely focused in on hearing any details about this, and I don't think we will until you play Plus. Is you know, they, I, I've noticed there's lots of questions about it. Both Ubisoft and Google keep saying. More details in 2020. It's almost like a stock answer from them at this point for all questions. More details in 2020. All right. Some of the news that actually did break. John mentioned that Stadia is absolutely committed to supporting free trials for both services and the games, but it won't be at there at launch. But he said it shouldn't be too far after launch. So it was nice to hear them answer a question, not stay tuned for 2020. All right. So I expect, so we're what, you know, 65 75 days away from this thing coming mm-hmm. it's so soon All right and it f- still feels like 2020 it still feels so far away but it's just a couple months man Probably Black Friday we'll have... we don't have a date we just have the uh, the ubiquitous november like that's true <laughs> that's true um 
but this is good to hear. Like we we've we said this, I think even on our first episode, they need to have a way for people to try. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be able to plug in your Xbox controller to your PC and give it a go and see what it's like. And this type of stuff would offer it for you. And um, for us that are already adopting the program, I'm excited to see game trials because I think I think Stadia kind of sits in that thing for me where I will try games out mm-hmm. on Google Stadia just to try them, see how they run. And if they run well, then consider purchasing. Exactly. There, there needs to be that kind of like period where you can be like, okay, is this actually going to run well? Exactly. On my stuff? If not, I don't want to purchase it and then be stuck dropping the money on something that I'm not going to be able to play or run well on my system and my setup. Absolutely. So if I, if I got to throw $60 at a game that I've never played before and I don't know how it's going to run on Stadia, then I'm just going to buy an Xbox. Yeah. Because at least I can run it locally. And, I, and we've talked about that. Like, that's a, a hurdle for them. Absolutely. So maybe giving every game, like, a one-hour free trial or something, I think could go a long way for them. Um, because I'm not going to buy any game. I'm not going to pre-order any game on Stadia. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, blindly here's money. I either need to see it for myself or hear from other people that it's okay. Yeah, because the last thing I want to do is uh buy, put 60 down for Doom Eternal on Stadia, and then it runs choppy as heck. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, that's the that's last thing That's a no-no. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that was great. And um, something they should talk about more. I yeah. think they should. They should. Pr- they should promote that more. He did mention that they they plan to deliver the family sharing in 2020, and I know that's a big deal. We've talked about that. I'm very like I want to know if we can family up. Yeah, that'd be great. That's what I want to know. It's not <laughs> not my own family. Get your own get your own stuff, kids. <laughs> I want to know if we can family because that would be another value incentive. You and two, three, five of your friends can get together and start building a library of games that you share. Yeah, that that over time could win over some some folks. That that would be a new way of thinking. Google also wants to support cross-platform saves on every game. Thank you. They on Stadia. need to do that. That is a must because if I can play Doom Eternal, I'm just going to keep using that as my reference guide on my Xbox, you know, and then, okay, I got to go and do this. And then I can pick up that exact same save on Google Stadia while I'm at the hotel or wherever. That is like so like perfect that's exactly what i want this to be like i've done it now with destiny 2 they've enabled cross cross save so now i can be playing on my playstation and that same character all that same you know same stuff that i've done i can then pick up and play on my pc and then i'll be able to pick up and play that same stuff on my stadia so i'll be able to basically play that anywhere however Mm -hmm. i want to play and yep. I think that would become so essential to what Google Stadia wants to do. This bees this this enables you to play wherever you want to play it, and you can play the same exact save, and you're not stuck like, ah, well, I've got this one save going here, and then I've got this one save going there. But if it can just be this this synchronous, you know, thing, it, it just that takes it to a whole other level. That makes it so that you can just continue your play, and that that's huge. You ready to hear me say something? Yeah, go for it. I think this is a throwaway statement because it comes with the caveat. We want to do all this cool stuff, but that's up to the developers of the game. Well, then don't say it. Eh, You know, you got a good point there, but I think that that's something that a lot of developers are starting to try to move forward because if we can't have cross play, you know, we can have cross save. Do you think a lot of developers are, or do you think the PC developers are? I think I don't think, I don't it's think a, a lot game. of developers are. I think a lot of developers because if you have uh, people that you play with on Xbox and people that you play with on PlayStation, if you want to have the same character, like you want that. So, for example, like Fortnite, if you want to be mm-hmm. able to carry, if like if they didn't have you know cross play, if you want to be able to still have all the same stuff that you have on one console when you're playing with those friends on the same on the other console like i think that's something and it could well, be just, Fortnite. we do I, i'm saying if you didn't yeah you'd want to yeah. have the ability to just pick up where you left off i think it's a moot point because i don't think any of the other platform holders are going to do it except for pc so pc games might and like you know steam or those developers will but the other platform holders are not until i mean until something breaks so well, if the other platform holders aren't like I don't think Xbox or PlayStation is going they're to already work do, with They're already doing it with 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 Destiny, so I don't understand why they're, they wouldn't, why other developers wouldn't do that. 
That is a good point. Like Destiny and, and Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. Call of Duty's Call of doing it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. I just I'm very interested to see if Stadia gets added to these games. I don't know if these that these other console makers are going to work with Stadia. I think I I mean I'm my expectation based on the business moves that they've made after Google's announcement is that they're going to try at every stop to not. Hmm. But maybe maybe that's just wrong. That's totally viable. I could just be wrong, but I I don't think so. I think if anybody would be the one to not do it, it would be Sony. <laughs> One hundred percent. But I mean, even Xbox, like they've got X Cloud and stuff, and I, I kind of think wherever Xbox goes, Nintendo will eventually follow along because they're all seem to be, you know, playing playing buds right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just not my expectation. I just, as much as I love the openness and saying, you know, because I like, I love the mantra. The mm-hmm. mantra is we want to be open. We want to be everywhere. Cross save. Cross progression. They're saying all the things people want to hear. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between saying it and doing it. And if you're not willing to like put a foot into the sand and push for it, then I don't know if I actually want to hear you try to promote it. Because it almost sounds like, you know, to like the person who maybe doesn't follow all the news, it almost sounds like, yeah, we're going to have cross safe. And it's like, then you get the game and everything. And no, you don't. Yeah. Well, I heard them say that they want to do it. They want to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they said they want to do it, but that's a whole different story than actually doing it. I right. don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's nice to hear that that's where they wanted to go with it. But uh, hats off to the Stadia cast and Bill over there. Seriously, once again, you guys did a tremendous job with the interview. It was a great hit, and I love seeing all of the people get, you know, I love seeing the support that they got around their podcast. They got all these kinds of folks who came to listen to them, so it's, it's fantastic. It's nice to see one of our little, um, you know, indie podcasts blow up for a change, get a, get a little rub. That's good stuff. The Founders Edition of Google Stadia has sold out in Europe. Now, the company has replaced it with the Premier Edition in its place. It's the exact same bundle with a few caveats. You don't get the Chicago Bears controller. You get the clearly white Stadia controller. You still get a Chromecast Ultra, and you still get three months of Pro, and you still get the the Destiny 2 collection at the same price. Here's what you don't get. You don't get to grab your name early. So if you're not a Founders member, you got to wait, and hopefully that your name is still there when, when, when the masses jump in on November. The millions and millions across the world. Well, I feel like there's a there's like a rock promo here somewhere. If you're not a founder, are you really able to play? So I mean, if you get this, I've, I assume your name will probably still be available, unless all yeah, the probably. buddy pass people are stealing your name. I expect you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't get a buddy pass to share with your friends. That's what you don't get. And uh, but but the founders editions are still available in U.S. and Canada, so they're still not sold out yet. Um, but it's nice to see that that's kind of, I think that's what will be, that'll be the push, right? After this little launch, that'll be the new thing. And then they'll sell the controller separately. Yeah. Cool little thing. The International Broadcasting Convention, IBC, where Google often attends and they they show like updates and stuff, especially it's like TV based, so like Netflix and all this stuff. Um, somebody was there and they managed to snap a photo uh, an upcoming slideshow that says Android TV roadmap through 2021 will be updated. And the first thing on there was support for Stadia as well as a redesigned Google play store for devices. Now this is interesting. I got a little bit that I want to say here because I've actually discussed this in our discord a little bit over the last couple of months, but Josh writes in, do you think we'll ever see Google announce a console like device for Stadia? What do you mean by like console like device? Mm. Good. I'm setting, I'm setting, teeing myself up here. Mm-hmm. I think this is really, really cool. I've never bought an Android TV. Like when I say an Android TV, when I think Android TV, I mean like the Shield box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I specifically think the Nvidia Shield. Now I know Android TV has uh, a decent little. There's some TVs, and it's not like Roku though. They they, they got trounced. They got smashed. But yeah. there's some Android devices out there. Some set top boxes. Some some cheap you know streaming boxes that would be cool if you could get stadia on them i think it would be cooler if stadia would announce some sort of partnership with roku Uh, that would be awesome and i think that's coming i do i do think that's coming i don't know if it'll be their launch might be one of those 2020 things they've got to find a tv to partner up with either amazon or roku they've got to find a good tv partner to to partner up with and and do some cross promotion i think that will happen but specifically about the nvidia shield because it was this is one of the devices that would run Android TV and eventually Stadia in 2020. It would be a console for Stadia. Now, it depends though. There's a couple caveats that I'd want to know first. 
primarily can I use my Stadia controller as a local controller on the device or does it only work with Stadia on the device? That would be the big one. Mm -hmm. If I could use my Stadia controller to play GeForce Now and stream those games and play local Google Play games on the television, then you're talking about a $150, $200 investment into Stadia that would provide you an answer to a lot of questions. What if I lose internet? You could still run local Google Play games. Are they the best games? No, but like you could play Fortnite. <laughs> you know, like there are games that run locally on, on Google Play that you could play. You could play Mario Jump and Mario Run and things mm -hmm. like that. Like there's some good stuff and that's not the greatest thing. Play Asphalt, you know, Dead <laughs> Nation. You could play yeah. some stuff like that. Um, I think that would be really, really cool if they could make the controller work. And you, I would imagine you have to plug it in. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I mean, when you plug a controller in, is it, isn't it just, it's just charging it. Yeah. There's nothing. So it wouldn't even work that way. I don't know how they do that. You might just have to use a different controller, which is not as, not as fun. Um, but at the same time, maybe you just have the regular controller and they allow that to work with Stadia. Yeah. Um, just like an Xbox controller. But I think there's something here to answer the question. I don't think we'll ever see. Hmm. No, no, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to say, yeah. You think we'll see a console-like device, and you mean something where you can actually download and locally play a game? Because that just I think goes against the whole purpose I know. of Stadia. I know. I know. And this is where I'm going with this. I know. I think we will see a device from Google that plays Stadia that you connect to your TV that's not a Chromecast, that does some sort of local processing. I don't think it will be console. That's that's the rub. Is I don't mm -hmm. think we're going to get a big box. I think we might see a Roku device, a little box that's like, hey, if you buy this, you can play Google Play games and Stadia and they, they can show you like a full range of different stuff. You know, mm -hmm. it's like they could show you like Apple Arcade. Yeah. What if they had something like that? It's, you know, that would be really, really cool. Um, speaking of that, like, do you think, um, I don't think so, but do you think Stadia will ever run on like an Apple TV? Ugh. I don't think so. I don't think Apple because that would be an awesome little box to have if you could have Apple Arcade and Google Play and Stadia. That would be dope. I feel like Apple just doesn't play that way. It's like no, yeah, they're not. I'm not putting your stuff on mine because we have Apple TV and Apple Arcade. You're not playing yeah. Stadia on my Apple device. Are you crazy? No, nah, I don't see that. In my mind, this console-like device. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. A Google TV, a, a Google Apple TV type thing, where they have some sort of Android Play thing. And Stadia. I think that that definitely makes a whole lot of sense. And I could see that happening because, yeah, that, that then puts Google Play like on your television. And I sure. think that's something that Google definitely would want to get into. So if it's not something that they're thinking about, hey, do that. Make it happen. I mean, that way you've got your Google Play stuff and you also have another way to actually get into Stadia. So I think that would be, you know, really good. A really, I would really buy good one. Idea. I don't or like four. I, I would personally but. i would i probably would they also announced the same thing a, a bullet kind of buried in the stadia lead is that mm. they are redesigning the google play store specifically Thank God, i hate that store honestly so do i, I so do i it feels so convoluted and just blah too much no i don't like it at all i because i'm basically hoping to uh like my my chromebook my pistol book is basically my chromecast console my Stadia console. Like mm -hmm. that's my intention right now is to plug my pixel book up into a lot of my TVs. Um, <laughs> only because I, and maybe this is just wrong, but I question like the, I question the, the Chromecast. I, I just don't know how well it's so going to go. Are you going to like hardwire the pixel book and then, mm -hmm. okay. Cause I was going to, mm -hmm. I was going to say like, if it's still running off Wi-Fi, what difference does it make? No, 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 no. So <laughs> I've got the Google homes, the pods, Mm-hmm. And every one of them have an open Ethernet cord right. off the off of it. Okay. So I will just pull the the HDMI from the PlayStation, plug it into the Pixelbook, and then plug in the Ethernet. I can respond. Run it all into the adapter and let it go. That's probably what I'll do. Uh, I'll test the ultras, but I just yeah. I mean, have little faith. No, I trust me. I I don't plan on. I don't, I don't. I don't believe in wireless. If I can plug the thing in, I'm plugging the thing in. I'm I'm with you on that. 100. percent I just, I, I mean, <laughs> I've got all, so we have a lot of questions. We're like two months away from doing this and I've got, I still have so many questions and one of them we're, we've got here, um, which we'll answer. So I want to kind of save this, but with the Chromecast thing that there's not, there's no processing in the Chromecast. It's like when you use the Chromecast, I still have to connect it to my phone or my Pixelbook or anything. So it's, how does it work? 
Is it just like an app that they're just going to put in and like it, it's like an RDP. It just shows you your session back at home. It's gotta be. That's, that's, it's gotta be. That's the only thing I could think that it could be. Cause yeah, Cause it's the not, Chromecast can't do anything. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, here's the feed. Here, here yeah. it is. And your controller is connected directly to it through your Wi-Fi. It's exactly. Jumps, but here's the feed. It's, it, that's the only thing that it could be. Right. So ye of little faith. I'm still <laughs> expecting a, a cord. I want to plug something into the TV and see it pop up on the screen. So we'll see. We will see. Business Insider. This came from Lucas who posted this in the thing. And we've seen this before, actually. Mm -hmm. This is not new. But the way that they put it, I think, is, um, again, it's not new. We've seen these numbers before. But the way that they put the headline and wrote up the article, it shines new light or a different different perspective on it. The best possible quality, and this is Devin's question, Stadia will use 35 megabits per second. Or about 15.75 gigabytes per hour. This is if you want Devin's ultimate PC, 4K, 60, 120 frames, HDR, all the amazing things. Yes, gloriousness. 15.75 gigabytes of data an hour. If you played two hours of games and nothing else, that crushes over a terabyte a month, man. I mean, I'm already there, so... I know, and that's what I'm saying. So you're you're doubling it. You're not you're like you are doubling your internet access. If, if I'm that's only what you're talking doubling about. it if I'm not if I'm only you know if I'm playing on both. If I'm sure. only playing on one, then it's the same thing. It's not going to change. You're just replacing one but for the other. I'm already there, so I, this doesn't surprise me. It doesn't shock me only because I've actually looked at like how much internet I use when I'm actually gaming a lot. So this didn't mm-hmm. shock me or surprise me. I knew that. And this is why I'm glad I don't have a cat because uh, that's a lot of internet. And when I say this isn't new, like we saw reports came out um, right around E3 or right around the first Stadia Connect where they, they did the math mm-hmm. and they told you how much it was. And like, I think, but they did it like on a per month basis. So they're like, it'll cost you a terabyte a month. If you have a data cap, it doesn't work. We never had anybody actually break it down mm-hmm. based on like pro versus base, 4K versus 1080p per hour. Right. And it just, man, it feels a lot worse when it's like 15 gigs an hour. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so much. So much. And yeah, that, that's, that just goes to, you know, our internet infrastructure across the country. Like there yeah. are people with caps. There are people that will get through. You know those stories are coming. Oh, I mean, we've man. talked about it. But you know those stories are coming. Absolutely. Like eight-year-old kid. Runs up four thousand dollar <laughs> internet bill on parents play Stadia like that's totally one hundred percent happening. Yeah, no doubt. That's gonna be weird. I mean, it's gonna be weird. I just gotta wonder because I remember I feel like there was a statement where they were saying, "Yeah, you know, with this coming down the pipeline, we think you know the internet providers are gonna want to work with the, work with you know consumers." And I'm like, "Nah, bruh. Net neutrality got numb. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you got Stadia. You're using this much data." We are now going to impose this cap, and if you really want to use Stadia, here's the fast pipe for it. Like I just feel like this mm-hmm. is going to lead to internet costs skyrocketing. Honestly, yeah, they're not going to drop new lines because you want to play games. Yeah, you know, like I think now a lot of their stuff can be done virtually, but at the same time, like they just can't double their bandwidth because all of a sudden people now want it to. That's an infrastructure cost. It's mm-hmm. a significant investment, and they're always trying to do that. Um. Who is it? AT and T. They just came out here with their. I think they call it their thousand megabit plan or whatever. Yeah. They just reached my neighborhood, or they said they did. Mm-hmm. They came up to my house. So I, I've a, I'm a, a Comcast business client. Right. So I have no data caps and I don't know 300 speed or whatever. Uh, it's good. It's yeah. good enough. I've never had an issue. We we have 20 devices and we stream stuff all the time. Um, but they came up to my door a few weeks ago and they're like, we just brought. Um, What's the word for it? I can't think of fiber the word, Fiber gig? Fiber. Yeah. Fiber. We just brought fiber to your neighborhood and we could go 1,000. I was like, really? You can go 1,000 and no data caps? They're like, well, we have a data cap, but we can we can waive it if you want to join. And I was like, well, I'm a business client subscriber, so I have a contract for three years. You are going to buy that out? Well, we'll work with you to buy it out. I'm like, okay, well, show me your speeds. Well, we, we can't hit a thousand until more people join up. We need people to join up before we can get the speed here. I was like, you just told me you brought fiber. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but it's only like 300. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think you understand how the internet works. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> My friend Al, he just, he just got a house. He moved out to this place called Shafter, which is like just outside of Bakersfield. And literally the exact same thing. They have the nice. fiber out there. 
he had he signed up for it because it's really the only thing out there but it's not the gig fiber it's only the 300 because it's a brand new development and until they get more people out there they can't get the the speed it's just like what's it i don't understand just flip the switch right like <laughs> i don't know how that works i think they they either need to put in like a i don't know like a bigger switch or something i don't know yeah, I, I don't know how that works I but it didn't make any that. sense to me it's like why would you tell just, me you you got the gig out here but you don't have the gig like what do you i was like come back to me when you can pull up a device and show me a gig. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's that's how it should work. Don't come up to my then door. Then we'll talk. Talking about we put the fiber in your network or your neighborhood. You Now we have a gig. But it's really only They're 300. Like, well, right now it's 300. I was like, well, that's what I have. You're, you're not you're not helping your cause. You're, you're selling me a dream here. I need the real thing. Sounds like it needs to be crowdsourced. Something. We won't put the gig out here until we know that we can make enough money right. to, to warrant coming out here and drilling up the, the road for a week. Yeah. So I thought it was funny, but uh, yeah, it's a good article. We're going to link the article in the notes. So any of you Stadia out there, folks who are thinking about Gemini Stadia, that's something you should read. That's that's definitely read because you need to know, everybody needs to know what your internet is capable of, what your caps are and everything yeah. before you ever plop down money for a controller. Yeah. I keep trying to tell people like, what's your internet? Uh, I don't know. Like how you're paying for it. Why don't you know the speed you're getting? Like nah, as, get as, internet. as, you know, important as the internet has become with everything like the streaming the, the my wife's that way trust me this all of my friends are like that i'm like what's your internet i just uh, bought a new mm, i don't know. <laughs> i'll do a tangent i'll do a tangent because we just got a couple questions to get out here i just bought a new garage door my old garage door was like from like the original garage door 1984 when this house was built this giant wood door you know like looks like it's off of a boat <laughs> And when we when we turned it on, man, like the thing would just clackle and crank, sound like an old roller coaster mm-hmm. going up and down. So we get this new door. I've always noticed that. So it's it's a really small garage. It's it's really not that much bigger than a shed. I can get my car in it, but barely. Wow. When I put my car in the garage, only like one side can get out. Oh man! If you're on the passenger side, you can't even open the door. Like that's how tiny it is. It's it's tight. And the guy comes out, and I've always noticed that my garage, because it's small, has like a low overhead room, and there's like a pillar, like a brace mm-hmm. on the wall right where the door is. So the door never sits like fully against like the edge where it's supposed to cover. Oh, no. And uh, he's like, well, you know, because um, I picked up really cheap door. You know me. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. cheap. I'm always looking for a, for for a discount and everything. Discount yeah, and I got all the... <laughs> I got all the discounts. I say I got I stole this door. I got all the discounts. Well, even when when the guys came out there like I can't believe this is happening. Um <laughs> that's not a joke. So, all right, all right, let me tell the deal part of it. Uh there was a um, a special at Home Depot, 20% off all doors and windows. It ran for 2 weeks right here at the end of the, you know, of the summer season. Mm-hmm. I also because I'm a credit card member got usually they send you a 20% off coupon like every Six months, mm-hmm. eight months, you get one of these things. And I always hold on to them, hoping for, like, I'm going to do a project and save a lot of money. You know, so instead of getting 20% off of, like, some trash bags, you get 20% off of a door, mm-hmm. 20% equals, like, $200. So I ended up getting, like, this the steel door, um, no windows or anything, like, just a regular steel panel white door um, with new tracks and a new motor, everything installed for $900. It was originally, like, $1,700. We take 20% off of that, take the other 20% off of that. <laughs> You know, because <laughs> I stacked it all up. Deals with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, long story short, he's like, you need to uh, pay for the insulation on the door. And I was like, why? He's like, well, it's just because you, you have to. And I was like, I I don't think I do. He's like, well, it's going to keep your garage cool. It's like, dude, it's hot as hell in there. What are you talking about? Like, it's not going to cool down. It's like, it's <laughs> it's like the way it sits and everything. Like, it's not, not going to make any difference. I don't think so. I'll just save 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. He's like, well... Uh, you know, like it's going to save your door from being dented. I was like, who's hitting my door? He's like, well, you know, like kids throw stuff. I was like, the kids better not throw anything at my door. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> How does insulation keep my door from getting dented? So like they do is they, they put foam behind the door. You know, so like my door is like thin. It's like a shed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like thin metal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stronger than a shed, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They put like foam, like a foam brick, like a styrofoam behind the door. So if something hits it, it doesn't like dent in. It has a little you know, a little protection to it. And they say it like increases the energy, but there's, there's no AC in that room. Mm-hmm. There's it, like, they did, we did insulate it. We had put some strips on it. So it actually has a seal now, mm-hmm. which is great, but it's like, it's not gonna, 
no amount of foam behind that door is going to drastically change the temperature. Right. There. Even when the installers came up, they're like, yeah, probably not. Stop trying to. But anyway, when I was <laughs> when I was negotiating with him, my wife was listening the whole time and she's just sitting there quietly and he leaves and she's like, I'm really glad that you do this and not me. Because like your friends, she's the type they'd be like, you need the, 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 you need the, the flux capacitor. Yeah, you need the the the, the clutch widget, and like, and she's like, "Yep, sure, yep, whatever you think we need, that's what we'll buy." I was like, "No, I don't, I don't think I do." Right, I don't think so. And he, you know, he's like, "You're already getting the door at a discount. You might as well." I was like, "No, yeah, might as well not." You're not gonna upsell. You're me, trying buddy. to take my discount away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need a flux capacitor with the radiolarian <laughs> fluid for my door. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So, uh, yes, I, I, I empathize with you and your friends because I do the exact same thing. You know, nobody, none of them, they just pay for whatever the folks tell them to. That's the same people that are like, yeah, I've got cable and uh, Hulu and Netflix. And it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, we like watching Hulu and we don't have like, you know, like, doesn't your cable have on demand? We don't know how to work it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And stop paying for cable. And it's like, work it stuff drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't know how to work their their on demand DVR, so they just pay for Hulu instead. <laughs> just shenanigans, man. <laughs> you couldn't at All least right, just anyway. get somebody's password and log in that way. Like, come on, come on. That's true. That's true. That's true. Get a hookup. Uh, we we got some questions okay. on this month's show. I like Coach questions. Smith writes in. What's one bit of news? About Stadia, you're hoping they announce. What's the one bit of news you're hoping to to find out? Honestly, I just want a date. <laughs> just a date. I just would like a date. I mean, uh, I pretty much know everything that I personally want to know. Um, but the one thing I would like to hear is like, when is this thing actually coming? So can I get a real date so I know when I can prepare myself for Stadia? Please give me a date. It makes sense. Uh, in that interview on the Stadia cast, they mentioned that you should always expect another Stadia Connect. And I mean, I think that's, yeah, we, we should expect something before launch because right. there's a lot of questions. <laughs> yes. We still don't, we haven't seen it. We don't know what the UI looks like. We don't know how the streaming works, if the streaming will be there. Like there's a lot of things that I don't know about this. Thing. So yeah. speaking of the UI, I have a, I have a friend who's going to remain nameless who uh, actually works for Google. Doesn't work on Ooh. Stadia, but has, has had some time with seen it. Seen it. And he's like, it, the tech absolutely 100% works. Wow. The UI, however, still going through some renditions. Mm. Like when, he, so when he's going to do something, he'll go to do something like in the settings or in the, and it's like, us uh, coming soon. So like they're still going, I guess, through a lot of uh, the UI. <laughs> it's like interface. when you launch a new website, they just got yeah. like under construction logos. Pretty much. It's like the friends <laughs> list and this and that. Like, yeah, they're still, they're still working on that. But, um, Mm. I'm I'm curious to see what the UI like finally looks like and everything. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I can't imagine them doing something. And if it's terrible, I'm sure they'll fix it soon. So it's not really a concern of mine. It's just more of an interest. Yeah. Like I like I've said on the past couple of shows. Typically, this close to launch of a product, you ha- you know a lot more about it mm-hmm. than like I feel like we're running blind right now. Which is why, as we said a bunch of times, I feel like we're constantly just regurgitating the same thing over and over here. Mm-hmm. Because it, I, I don't feel like we're launching a product. Right. And like you said, it, it feels it's like. It's not a launch. Yeah, the founder stuff is really like like the beta. Like it, Yeah, it's, it's not totally a launch. Is, launch is next year. Yeah, this is totally a beta. Like, hey, let's get some people on it. Because, I, again, this product is something that you can't just show videos on. Like, you have to get it in the hands of people so people can see mm-hmm. that it actually works and start to begin to spread that word of mouth. Like, and that, hey, and that's this. the type of stuff that. I'm even talking about like I almost expected them to like hit the road and be at like a at a mall or be at a Best Buy and you know in Atlanta and in Nashville like show it to people. I think that probably will happen like when the founders drop, I, or maybe maybe a couple of weeks before. I mean that, but that is that's exactly what you want to have. You want to be able to have it like at a Best Buy at a, at the mall. You want to have people where they yeah. can get their hands on it and start to instead of having buzz. the people selling cell phone contracts at Walmart, just have the Stadia people there with like a TV and a controller and like, hey, let me show you this thing. Yeah. We're not trying to sell you anything today. Just let me show it to you. Yeah, I'd be. You know, give me five minutes. Let me show it to you. You like Doom? <laughs> you like Assassin's Creed? Check this. I out. mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I could sell Stadia, but um, Coach Smith, I, the one thing I want to know most is the the store, like the pricing, and specifically like the subscription pricing mm. thing. That's the thing that I feel like is missing. We had some comments on our last show on the YouTube channel, and there's actually comments from. 
for you and, and Jared about, you know, like this people have to try it. The early adopters have to have to evangelize the product. And, you know, he said um, the comment was more or less like that's always true. But he said that he thinks Stadia is going to placate to the casual market more than the others because of the 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 barrier of entry, the price. And I thought it was a good point to counter your point. But at the same time, I also responded, this is more what this is more or less the reason why I am somewhat lukewarm or have become lukewarm on it since the initial unveiling. Mm-hmm. Because while we always say it's not Netflix for gaming, I feel like it needs to be because the direct comparison is Netflix. And even he made it. He mm-hmm. was like, you know, streaming took off. He's like, even Netflix, you know, everybody thought, you know, I'm paraphrasing. He said, everybody thought Netflix was dumb for doing streaming when they did DVDs and now nobody does DVDs. So see, streaming can work. And I said, there's a difference, huge caveat difference here. Netflix works because it's $8 a month mm-hmm. for all of this catalog. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And I think that's the disconnect from me and the disconnect I think from many right now with Stadia is where's where is the value proposition? And I think those subscriptions can be it, but those subscriptions have to like, they've got to, you know, they've got to showcase that. That's got to be it. And that, so far that hasn't been the pitch. Right. So far that's been, we have them. You're going to like them, but we don't know what they are. Right. We don't know like the pricing. We, you know, we don't, we don't know. Yeah. So, and I think that, I think that's a, a really good point. So the, that's probably the number one thing I'm wondering to know from Stadia is the wallet. Yeah. I want to know the cost. I think we know the cost. We know the pros 10 bucks a month. We know we have to buy games, but do games come at a discount? Do I get subscriptions? Do I only get subscriptions on the pro? Like what I need to know what, how does this stuff work? So that's, that's the number one. Um, you know me discount Donnie. I'm oh, yeah. always worried about, always worried about money. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> let me get the Uplay plus with that and I'll be on my way. I am. I'm doing this exact same thing. Like I'm more excited about that than anything else. Yeah. Um, which good segue. John asks, you guys have talked a lot about being excited for the tech, but what about the games? Are you guys actually excited to play a specific game on Stadia and why? Honestly, like the games that I play are everywhere else. So it's not so much that I'm excited to play in this particular game on Stadia. It's that I'm excited to play my games that I already have on Stadia when I'm not near the console. Mm. That's the more exciting part for me. Um, There's no particular game that I'm just like, man, I really want to see how this plays on Stadia. Only because like I have a PC that runs games really, really well, like. So it's hard to say like, oh man, I'm super excited for this game. There's nothing exclusive coming to it. So I'm not like, oh man, I can't wait to play this on Stadia. I think once they start to announce some exclusive games, which I'm sure are going to come down the pipeline at some point, then I can start saying, oh man, I can't wait to play this because it's only here and I've got a Stadia. But in the meantime, there's nothing that I'm like, just like, whoa, I guess maybe. And again, like going back to my thing, Doom Eternal is probably the only one that I'm really like, I want to see how this runs on Stadia because I want to see, you know, because that is such a fast paced game where you're like just zooming through. That is like the one game that I'm really excited to see how it works on Stadia. Do I notice any input lag? Is it really like not feeling choppy? Am I noticing artifacting in the background because you're moving so fast through the level? So that's probably the one game I'm excited to see on Stadia because I want to see how well it runs. I think it does. I think it will. And I think you're going to notice it. I'm so excited to see the comparisons yeah. when Stadia drops. Oh, man, I can't wait for the digital this, foundry videos. <laughs> this ultimate PC experience that you think, I just have I have no faith that that's happening. I don't. I think we're going to get a um, not poor. So let me, let me be clear. I think we're going to get a good, not console quality experience. Which I think is fine, mm-hmm. actually, by the way. I, I really do. But that's kind of where, based on what I've seen and heard from people, you know, like it works, it works, it does this. But there's artifacting. It's not quite 4K. It's not that way all the time. That's kind of what I'm expecting is yeah. a little little caveat. I'm expecting the magic of it just appearing and working. To, that's the the cell. Mm-hmm. Not so much like, oh, look at all these sliders and look at this. My console could never do this. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's happening. I don't see I'm sliders not expecting at all. That. I'm expecting, yeah, it's. You can play a dynamic 4K because it's probably going to jump around and then mm-hmm. 60 frames, hopefully locked, which is something that sometimes the consoles still struggle to do. Yeah. So yeah. if they can pull that off, like I don't think that's an ultra PC. I think that's like, you know, mid-range PC personally. But if I, if we can get, you know, a solid frame rate and a good resolution, I think that's really nice. 
the games that I'm most excited to play on Stadia are the Ubisoft games for Uplay Plus in 2020, which I've already said. So I'm at the moment right now, I am planning on playing Watch Dogs and Gods and Monsters mm-hmm. on Stadia. And Gods and Monsters totally looks like a Switch game. You know, it's Breath of the Wild, it's got all that stuff. And I'm sure a lot of Switch players are going to play it there. And, and I may even be... You know, like depending on how Stadia goes in November, I may even be one over to go play it on Switch come March. Mm. But I'm assuming that everything runs well and it's great. And then, yeah, I'm planning on doing the Uplay Plus. Uplay Plus is like the one thing that I'm most excited for so far. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, you'll get your cross save so you can play your gods and monsters on your Switch and then pick it up on your Stadia if you don't feel like, you know. You know, because of the subscription, <laughs> I'd be more apt to double dip. Mm. I would. 100% I'd be more apt to double dip because it was. I was thinking of that when you were talking about Destiny or Doom Eternal, like you playing on PC, and I was like, you're going to have to buy two copies of the game to pull that off. Um, but with an Ubisoft game, pay the 15 bucks a month, mm-hmm. I'll pick up a $60 game on Switch to play it on my Switch, and then if I want to click it on the TV or play it from work or something, just carry my controller, like that's an easy, that's not so bad. Right. I would do that. I'm not opposed to doing that. I, I just, I also think it's just going to run a lot. I don't, a game like that, when I see it, mm-hmm. especially being Ubisoft, considering what we've seen from Assassin's Creed games and the other games that they've ported to Switch, I'm like, there's no way Gods and Monsters is like going <laughs> to run and look good on Switch. <laughs> you know, it's not, that's not going to be nearly as good. It's going to be bad. It's right. to be the worst experience of that game. Um, even, because I was going to say, even like if, I was thinking, Maybe it's being built for the Switch, but then I thought Starlink was being built for the Switch and it doesn't run nearly as good and everything on Switch as it. Like, Switch is totally the place to play that game for all the Star Fox stuff, mm-hmm. 100%. But when you play Starlink on Xbox, you're like, man, this is so much better. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. Matt wants to know, do you think free-to-play games will come to Stadium? How do you think that will work? This is starting to become an issue because we're two months away and mm-hmm. we still have zero confirmation or acknowledgement to what Fortnite and Apex and all the games that all the kids are playing, like the hot trending games that are always on Twitch and stream and YouTube, yeah. YouTube itself, YouTube gaming, like they're not confirmed for Stadia. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I, I can't imagine Fortnite not coming. Apex, however, I worry about only because EA has their own streaming service that they're working on. They're working on a game mm-hmm. streaming service it's as true. well. So do you really want to put that on Stadia or do you want to save Apex and put that on your streaming service? So I That makes sense. It's hard to say. Like I imagine that yeah, some free to play games will definitely be on Stadia. Like, you know, you I wonder if that means to take your point to another level, do you think we'll ever see EA Access on Stadia? That's the other thing I was worried about because when I realized, oh, crap, they have their own streaming service, why would you put EA Access in there? I mean, I guess you could because you're still making somebody pay for an EA Access sub or Origin or whatever they want to call it, um, but you can still also have them have it on your service. But You would, if I ran EA, if I was there, who's it? Is it still the house guy? Who's the guy over there? I don't know. They go through so anyway, many people. doesn't matter. If I were them, I would put my subscription on Stadia, but not until after I launched my own platform. Yeah, same here. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, I would I would want to launch my streaming service first, and then down the line, give myself every advantage to make my own flag, and then mm-hmm. I would bring it to the folks that were just never gonna come over. Yeah, absolutely. But the free to play games, I can't imagine them not. See, I'm wondering because the, for example, Destiny Two, the new light version. That is actually mm-hmm. free to play, so you can pick that up for free on Xbox and on. Uh, console and on pc um when it comes in october like that 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 first person of is all free to play so i'm wondering because with the founders edition you get the whole destiny experience but if you don't have the founders edition do you still have access to destiny 2 new light because that is a basically a free-to-play version and then you gotta imagine fortnite's coming like i can't imagine it not as big as it is but as far as other free-to-play games i don't see why they wouldn't launch i just feel like you know Oh, I see why they wouldn't. I mean, I think there's a so there's a question that has to be answered here. Is it's free to play, but you have to play you have to pay Stadia Pro to play it. Maybe. You're not just gonna be able to pick up a controller and play Fortnite for four thousand hours for free. Do you need plus and live to play Fortnite? No, but here's the thing, like they're free to play games. You still need to like buy the console and everything. If Fortnite is just free, 
to play on Stadia and you buy a controller, then like Google's not making any money for hosting those games. Because yeah. it's just free. You're in Stadia Base. And maybe that's the answer. Maybe is they, they are, if they come, they're free, but they don't come until Stadia Base comes. They don't come until 2020. Yeah, and, I think, and I think that would halt some of the momentum coming out of the gate with the founder stuff. It might, but Because you're hoping the founder stuff, like, you're hoping the founder stuff makes noise, right? right? I mean, I know you can probably, I don't feel like they have a lot of momentum now. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So I, I, I don't want to say that they can't get momentum going into March. But you're hoping the founders thing creates some buzz, I think. So you can then start to get some wheels turning for the, the launch, right. if you will. Right. I think not having some of the most popular games there when this founders edition thing comes, I think might have people just turn, you know, turn blinders, you know, put blinders on this thing as a whole. They'll be like, oh, it didn't have Fortnite, didn't have Apex. I don't care. These are the games that I play. Right. I think you at least need to have them there. But it's interesting because. I could make a business case for both, you know, because if I ran Stadia, it's like you need to pay for Stadia Pro, you know, to play these free to play games because otherwise we're not making any money. We're not selling any games and we're not, you know, we're not making any money. At the same time, if you can offer people a way to play Fortnite for, you know, like the exact same way that mobile does where you get to download the game and play, then all of a sudden your subscriber base, your potential subscriber base is growing. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. And I wonder what you could do with that to monetize or at least offset costs with that. Like maybe, I know we've talked about this in the past, and I don't think people ever want to hear this, but like there's a potential for like ad placement. Yeah. Um, there's a potential for every time you boot Fortnite, like you get a commercial, like all on YouTube. Or there's a potential that like on the Fortnite launch screen, like on Stadia, you get like a an overlay or an ad or something. There's things you could do to make that work, I think, right. monetarily where – and I think that would be cool because you could sell it as a bundle. Yeah. Just like everybody else does. You could sell a Stadia controller with Fortnite on the box, yep. you know, for what are the Stadia controllers sell for? 80? I thought they were 60. Maybe they I don't remember by themselves. I think they're a little bit more than the other ones, but I'm, I don't remember anymore, actually, because we bought the Founders Edition yeah. and haven't paid any attention. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> but much. Yeah. Whatever it is, you could do that and you could like market it. Yeah. You know, it's a console in a box. Yep. All you need is the controller. Yep. And you get to play Fortnite. Yeah, give it, I think that would Fortnite be okay. credits too, so they can buy a skin or two here and there, and then you know, boom, you've got somebody. Get that Batman. Yeah. Oh God, you've got somebody playing, you know, Fortnite on the stadium, and that just grows the actual player base. And I think that yeah. could be because you need to get people streaming that too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get people talking about it. I think they could do it at least initially, at least the first year or something. They could hold it, but I think eventually, like I, th- I think the free to play stuff might come at a cost. And I, and I was even thinking like. I wonder if they ever charge like a smaller fee for base mm. so they can do more stuff like this. Maybe. Maybe base isn't free. Maybe base is two bucks a month or something like that. But they got to – eventually I think they'll have to do something. I don't – I mean they don't – you know what? I take this back. They don't have to. They're Google. They have billions of dollars. I would rather them just eat the costs to proliferate the platform. That's my That's my biggest – my biggest upset like with Stadia as a whole is that Google has billions of dollars mm-hmm. in resources and I don't feel like they're really using it. This all feels experimental. Mm-hmm. Whereas I wanted them to like come in and really offset the gaming industry. And I think that's my biggest it, my biggest issue with all of it so Google far. Google doesn't do that with anything. Everything for Google is this experimental phase. That's true. I know. That's how they I roll. I know, I know. Maybe my those expectations that that initial fantasy was probably misplaced, but I still wanted it because yeah. they had they're they're one of the companies that have the power to do so. Yeah, and I think I don't think Amazon does. I think, th- but I thought Google could. I think they can, and they and if this if this works, like if it truly works, I think they have the potential to totally like. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to make the now. I mean, again, we're just forecasting now. So and I'm regurgitating the same opinion. But now, having seen like their approach and their model and everything, now they'll never make the bang to do it. By the time this ever works, Xbox and everybody else will have something that does the same thing. I wanted them to, you know, shot across the bow. Boom. Like nothing's going to be the same after this. And I think they could have. There was a chance. They have the ability and the tech and everything. They could have done the Netflix for games. They would have had to eat it. That's the thing. That was always the thing. They were going to have to eat it early to set themselves up later. Just And I always, the exact same analogy. Microsoft, when they entered with the Xbox. Oh, yeah. They had all these ideas. They wanted to change this thing, but they ate it on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. They absolutely ate it. Yeah. 
<laughs> that thing didn't make any money. It was just a constant loss. But what they were doing were winning winning favor, winning approval, and that has played out for them years down the road. I was expecting Google to do something similar, and they're not. The difference with that is Microsoft still makes money, where Netflix is like always, always Constantly. in huge, huge debt. So you become yes, that's the Netflix true, for games, but there goes those you billion and, dollars. They're just, it's just. But you mm. and Kevin know, because <laughs> I love Kevin always brings this up, but you guys also know that's not just about the, the end result. When you've got cash flow coming in and out, you always have value. You always have value. It's not that cut and dry, black and white at that level. When you're talking about level like that kind of finances, you can have billions in debt if you're bringing in billions of cash flow. So like that, like that, that works hand in hand. I get it, but I don't. I just, I just don't think that would work for gaming, honestly. I just, I don't see that working. I mean, we had a lot of questions, right? Yeah. I, I listened to our first episode, and you listened to our first episode. I was so optimistic mm-hmm. and talking about all the different <laughs> ways and how these developers are going to get like money and, and and different things and like are they going to buy developers and everything is a subscription or is it based on playtime or are there going to be ads? And it's like none of that's the same. Yeah. <laughs> None of that happened. It is it is exactly, uh, it's consoles just through the internet, yep. but it's the exact same model. And um, yeah, it'll be cool. We'll have convenience and stuff. I'm not saying, uh, I feel more optimistic now than I did after the last two or three shows because well, the last two good. or three shows I was, I was waiting for something. I thought he was going to cancel that pre-order. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was never going to cancel my pre-order. I mean, you're talking, I got Chromecast in drawers I don't even use. <laughs> I was never going to cancel, make cancel my pre-order. I'm, I was always going to buy that controller and check it out. I love Google. I mean, that's just that's that was always going to happen. I just, yeah, I think I think the way we open the show, I think, speaks best. I'm not the way I currently see Stadia right now is I'm not going to buy anything on Stadia without having a, a better reason to buy it there than somewhere else. Right. Well, it's got to be a subscription, a lot of Netflix for games, you know, like, or it's got to be a value or it's got to be on sale or it's got to be on the free month or something. Like there's got to be something attached yeah. to it. Cause otherwise I would just buy it locally. Yeah. You know, there's no point in putting any of it at risk if there's something I really want to play. Yeah. Um, me. I totally understand it. For me, it's more of like, okay, do I really like this game and do I want to be able to play it anywhere? That's my, thinking. that's the thing. That's my thought. Yeah. Th- yeah. There is something I want to play. I'm going to play Destiny from work. I'm definitely going to do that. Like the the day we get our controllers, that Monday, I'm going to go to work and try to play Destiny on my lunch break and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, if that works, maybe games, maybe we get some sort of multiplayer game that we can get, you know, around and try to play. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe. Absolutely. Like that Resident Evil like multiplayer game that everybody's like if that's on Stadia, you know, like big. that might be something. That could be big. If it's if it's if it's crossplay, that's another part. If it's crossplay, yeah. I you know I gotta wonder how the crossplay stuff is actually gonna pan out. Like with this next iteration it's of not. consoles, <laughs> like every every developer is pushing for it. Like they want to have crossplay. Yeah, but and I'm just wondering, like, what's gonna be what's gonna make that happen? What's where's where's the shoe gonna drop and be like, okay, we're we're going. We know it works. We know it's possible. Because it's done with so many games already. It's like, so when are we just... Do you say, think it's go? going to work? Like, do you think it'll just be, this is what developers want, so we're going to do it? No, I don't. I'm saying, like, what's going to be the push? Like, what? what is I mean, because what we, we've got Rocket League, Call of Duty, Fortnite, Destiny. Destiny um, is not cross-play. It's just cross-save. Oh, yeah, you're right. Call of Duty is cross-play, cross, though, right? Call of Duty is cross-play. Which I think is crazy. so. Call of Duty would be like the one. Mm-hmm. If Call of Duty can do it, why can't anybody else? Exactly. But also, Call of Duty is like gigantic. And if if they tell you they want crossplay and you say no, they might as well they go somewhere else exactly. too. <laughs> and my boy was playing the open beta this weekend. He said he was playing on PC and he was playing against some PS4 people too. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it will be just something next gen just does. It should because be. I mean I've long said I'm. I think this is I actually think this has more to do with the market. If you're if you're a platform provider, the more and more games become services and subscriptions and, and passes, you've got to. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense not to. You're you're gonna lose, you know, it's it's just archaic, it's antiquated thought. If you've got to make people pay for a service for a game or a subscription fee, then you've gotta you've gotta let them have some sort of options mm-hmm. to choose. It's that literally is streaming. The reason streaming rose up is because people were tied into these contracts forever with cable providers and they didn't feel like they had an alternative. Right. So once they had one alternative, they forced everybody to change because you were always going to lose. Yep. You know, so it, it would just take one platform. If 
if Xbox said, yeah, you can do crossplay whenever you want, then Sony has to because if they don't, you know, it would yeah. it would just blow up in their face. And I mean, if you think about it, if you turn on crossplay and enable it, you're going to sell more copies of games because now people are like, oh, cool, I can play it here and there. I'll buy it on both. You know? Yeah, yeah. So now mm-hmm. you're selling more games. So like the idea against crossplay, I think, is stupid. Just point blank. You know, it's crazy how we always talk about how. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with that particular point. But what you just said just reminds me, like how uh, we've all said we've all been guilty of saying, like, I want to play this, but I don't want to pay sixty for it. But in the same breath, when you talk about something like that, and we'll buy two copies of the same game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, if it works, we'll totally do it. Like, if, if it's a game like that yeah. that we want. I have Destiny. I've bought Destiny on three platforms. I bought Anthem, unfortunately, on two platforms. So, yeah, there are definitely games where you will double dip. But yeah, you don't want to pay 60 bucks for a game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's more of like, I don't want to pay $60 for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It definitely is. Definitely is. When we say that, it's typically because we don't think the 60 is worth it. When there's a game that we think 60 is worth it, we'll buy eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that'll do it for this fun show. Fun show over here, September to remember. Um, make sure you follow us over there on Twitter at Stadia Podcast and tune into all things PSVG over there at PSVG, where we've been doing our September remember. We had Pear from IGN over. We had um, Shane, was it Baiju? Yes. Yeah, uh, from Watch Sean Dogs, Baiju. The Wrench. Sean Baiju. Sean, sorry, sorry. I, 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 I should have wrote it down. As, as I was saying it, I was like trying to remember the notes that I wrote, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just launched Board with Everything, our Patreon exclusive show, um, which falls in there with Kevin hates everything and DLC and Arcadia Academia. And Devin, is there is there something else coming? Yeah, you know, me and Mo, we just recorded an OT right before we did the Google Stadia show. So there will be an OT hitting the airwaves real, real soon. Man, big month. Yeah. Big month. When we said we were doing September, remember, we weren't lying. Nope. A lot of things are dropping, and there's still a lot of things to come. So we hope you enjoy all that over there. Um, that'll do it for this month over here in the Stadia realm. As we look towards October, I got to think we're getting something do you think it'll be in November or October? It's got to be in October. We got to have something. Now. It's got to be. You can't wait, especially yeah. if like cause I've seen some rumors of like stuff being like the the stadium supposed to be delivered like November seventh. So if that's the case, you got to have a stadium cast like a connect sometime in October, and then maybe one. I think you got to right do a big launch. October thing, mm-hmm. and then right before launch, it doesn't have to be a connect. Although I would like it to be, but it could be something smaller. Yeah. Um. One of the things I was thinking, I was going to say earlier when we were talking about them going out and doing hands-on, I expected to hear and see from Google. Yeah. Like, why isn't, like, Jade Raymond, like, doing YouTube videos or something about, like, hey, check this thing out we did in studio. Like, here's the menu. Or, like, it didn't have to be, like, big, but, like, smaller doses, like, bits and pieces. If it, Don't you think we'd expect to see something Phil Harrison doing something? You would think so, but if it ain't ready, there's nothing to show. That's true. That's true. We're coming in hot, guys. We're coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be fun. So when we when we decided to do this podcast and I was talking to Jared about it, like the whole thing was, it's like, it's like a documentary. It's kind mm-hmm. of like my thought. Yeah. Because his thing was like, why are we going to start a podcast? Once it comes out, we're not going to talk about it. I was like, no, 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 no. That's the point. It was like, we're like, it's like a documentary yeah. of this thing that's going on as it's happening. Yeah, that's awesome. Then we can like isolate it, you know? So it's like a season of something mm-hmm. somewhere. And who knows, like maybe we'll put them all together or something or do like a, uh, like a cut up yeah. video. <laughs> Greatest hits. As, as the calendar turns, you listen to our ridiculous stuff start to turn into. But uh, it is very, very interesting to, to think about like where we were when we started mm-hmm. this to now or like two months out of launch. And we still don't have, I feel like we have very little answers from the first time to now. It's a thing. It streams. You play with the controller. It's Google. We bought it. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be interesting. I, I there's a I think it's going to work. I'm not I'm not like I I'm pretty much convinced it will work and you'll be able to play games on it. I don't know if it's going to be the best place to play or it makes the most financial sense that I don't know, but there's a part of me that also thinks it could be like a dumpster fire like that first week. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine just like services going down not being able to connect? Oh, buddy. There's a part of me that's waiting for the the cuz you know once those things go out. Oh yeah. People are going to be live. They're going to be on Twitch, and like the game's going to drop. And like, if it's not one hundred percent smooth, man. Oh, I already know you're going to find every 
single bug. You're going to have the <laughs> worst first week with this thing ever. Me and Jared are going to be sitting there like, yeah, we're fine. I mean, I'm not having any issues. And you're going to be like, this is happening and this broke. And I My controller literally game. exploded. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't shock me. All right. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This is very entertaining uh, stuff to do. And uh, I'm glad we decided to do it. And uh, we'll look forward to it. And we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we get a steady connect. You hear from us before Halloween. If not, we'll get back in October. We'll talk about something. Send your questions to us. Come join us over the Discord, psvg.blog slash Discord. We have a Stadia channel. We talk about Stadia. We share Google stuff and all that. Um, so come come hang out with us, and uh, that'll do it for us. So see you next month. Bye.